The Media Files for November 20th, 2020 is presented by leveldowngames.com. On with the show. For me, it's 9.31 p.m. on November 18th, 2020. But for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water-cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-revolving second chair, not so revolving lately. No. Second week in a row, it's been me and you right Lindsay. here. Welcome hey, back, everyone. Lindsay. How do you do? I'm great, actually. Why so good? I got to leave the house. You it's did. Wonderful. I'm a little upset with you, <laughs> specifically you. Because you had to do everything yourself. No, I don't mind doing everything, but I don't mind making dinner. Mm-hmm. You, okay, to be, you, okay, Lindsay usually makes dinner because that's just, she's better at it than I am. We don't want to eat like crap. But I, okay, if you're not home, what do I make myself for dinner? Uh, egg burrito. Eggs. Yeah. I eggs. make like a breakfast burrito. <laughs> That's so what I, you're best at. Yeah, well, I'm good at eggs. Yeah. But I like eggs too, and it's kind of fast and healthy. But it, the tortillas aren't. But I decided I was going to have some tacos tonight. And I've been having a lot of nausea lately mm-hmm. and heartburn. Mm-hmm. And I put some hot sauce on the tacos. You make bad choices. I wouldn't have made that choice if you were home and you made something else for me to eat. I guess so. But I'm also not going to make eggs and not put hot sauce on them. (laughs) I feel like that's that's just super not in the cards. And so I'm really having like some heartburn tonight. (laughs) I was also, I've also just been very thankful as we come up on Thanksgiving. I've been so thankful for Tums lately (laughs) and just how much they mean in my life. And I feel like that's really just the oldest man thing I've ever said is this year I'm grateful for Tums (laughs) and bicarbonates, but they're just, they just help so much. You're just getting so old. I know, but I like hot sauce so much. I know. You know that about me. Anyhow, this has been an episode that has been distraught in the planning stage because oh, we've yes. gone back and forth about what we were going to talk about Multiple this week. Topics. It was planned that this week we were going to speak about Freaky, which was oh, the yes. movie coming out with Vince Vaughn. It's like a play on the Freaky Friday situation. There's so many topics. I forgot about that. one. Yeah, it was it was it was Vince Vaughn in some he's a serial killer, but he switches body like a Freaky Friday oh, thing in her. She is from oh. Um, she's the teenager from Big Little Lies. That's what it was. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, I never watched I that. I know. But she becomes the serial killer and he's like a teenage girl stuck in Vince Vaughn's body. And she's like trying to chase him and kill him now. Cause, I don't know. It looked stupid, but like really up my alley in terms of like stupid horror movies that I wanted to watch. It didn't come to streaming. It actually went to theaters, by the way. Which is so surprising. You don't know this because you've been gone all night. But everybody who's listening to this episode by now knows this. Christmas Day, HBO Max, Wonder Woman 1984. What? It's coming to streaming. It's not it's it's they're going to put it in theaters, too, but it's going to be on HBO Max. Straight- Which is so smart. Well, is it, do you have to pay extra for no. it? No, if you have HBO Max, you can watch Wonder Woman oh, 1984 on Christmas Day. Awesome. Anyways, 
We weren't going to talk about Wonder Woman today. We were going to talk about Freaky. That went straight to theaters. It wasn't streaming, and we're just not going to theaters right now. So we're not talking about Freaky. Then we were going to talk about Jingle Jingle, which is that new Christmas movie that's on Netflix. Yeah. And, and our, then decided not to. No. Our kids got bored with it. I got kind of, and it's it's not that we can't talk about boring things. I think we do that all the time, <laughs> but decided not to. Then I was like, you know what? The Lego Christmas holiday special. Yeah, you attempted that. Star Wars. Lego Star Wars holiday special came out on, on Disney. And I was like, let's talk about that. And then I decided, nope, that was boring. I had, I was kind of bored with that too. And I was like, man, we got nothing to talk about this week. And then I thought, wait a second, we shelved this episode for a long time just in case. It's time to pull it out. I'm so excited that we're finally talking about this. We're talking about Schitt's Creek. Schitt's Creek is a Canadian sitcom created by Eugene and Dan Levy that premiered January 13th, 2015 on CBC Television in Canada. Schitt's Creek follows the story of the Rose family who, after losing their family fortune, must relocate to a town that Johnny Rose once bought for his son David as a gag gift. It ran for six seasons, the final of which was recently released in the United States on Netflix. Schitt's Creek stars Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Dan Levy, and Annie Murphy as the Rose family, with supporting cast including Emily Hampshire, Chris Elliott, Sarah Levy, Noah Reed, amongst others. We are going to mention some things that happen in the sixth season during this episode. We're not going to go into super spoiler territory, but as always, if you want to go in just completely blind, pause now, come back later. But we're not going to be super spoiler about it, but we are going to talk about Shit's Creek as a whole. This is a show that initially wasn't super popular. It really struggled for the first few seasons that it aired in Canada to find a footing and to find a fandom. But then it got picked up by Netflix in the United States, and they call this the Netflix bump. When somebody, you know, puts their show on Netflix, it's a show that couldn't have been super popular before. And then, boom, People it explodes. It. it explodes. And and that's what happened with Schitt's Creek. It's what happened recently with Cobra Kai, a show oh, that I've yes. been I've been screaming about Cobra Kai for years but when it was on YouTube. Nobody wanted to watch YouTube TV. It was on YouTube TV, and nobody cares. Or no. not, not YouTube TV. It was YouTube Red, YouTube I think. YouTube Red. I think that's what it was called. It was like their premium show service, like their Netflix type service. And nobody had it except for us. And so we watched Cobra Kai and nobody cared except for me. And I loved it. And now it's huge. And I'm like, I've been saying that for years, but (laughs) I'm like the old man. I remember Cobra Kai. But Schitt's Creek was kind of the same way. And so, you know, over the last couple seasons, it's really gotten a huge popularity. And I feel like right as it's ending is when the world is finally and and deservedly in love with this show. I, I actually didn't know it started in Canada. Yeah. Well, you know, at the beginning of every episode, it says like pop TV or, you know, oh, and then it says yes. a CBC production or something that's like right. that. That's that's what they're talking about there. But I turned you on to Schitt's Creek. Yes. After I got told about Schitt's Creek. And this was kind of a word of mouth thing for everybody. Yes. Schitt's Creek got popular because of word of mouth. What is it about Schitt's Creek that you ended up liking so much? I like Schitt's Creek because it's very subtle humor and it's not a sitcom-y show where there's like uh, canned laughter and the 
humor doesn't seem forced. It's you're just following along with their lives and they just have mishaps as they go along. That's that's something that I've liked about it, too, is that it it seems like you said, not forced. It's just kind of a day to day life for them. And you're along for the ride, which also makes it really relatable, I think, in a lot of ways. Now, these are obviously outlandish people and outlandish characters. It's their personalities that make the show, not so much what's going on. It's their personality. You're watching it for their personalities and they get put in these really kind of normal situations, but it's them that causes things to go awry all the time it's it's their silly reactions and how they talk about it that is just so absolutely hilarious i think my favorite thing about schitt's creek and the thing that really turned me on to it so much is is you have these characters that are initially really kind of unlikable people they're terrible everybody besides johnny johnny's always been you know the dad played by eugene levy has always been a a very cordial pretty cordial guy really kind of nice a little not snooty even really but you know unfamiliar with the small town life of schitt's creek and kind of really quickly tries to assimilate everybody else is kind of gross about moving to this small town they're grossed out by it and yet they're is always just this underlying sweetness to everything that's going on in the show. And you don't have any villains. There's no, no, there's no bad people in the show. You get, I mean, you get annoyed with Roland and that's about it. Yeah, well, and that's just because he's kind of dumb, that's and, but that's his character. Is. And, but every character I think has that quality to them where you just get a little annoyed with them and the things that they're doing, but they're all very sweet and it's not, you know, very long into the first season before you start to realize that under this show is a lot of heart. There's yeah. a lot of heart in the show. The characters change so much throughout the well, they season. do, and and it's it's measured and metered so well that it happens gradually, very and it, gradually, and it grows on you, and the town grows on you as it grows on the Rose family, also. Like you said, this isn't a regular sitcom. It feels a lot different than other sitcoms do. And the comedy is delivered a lot differently than other sitcoms are. There's different things that happen throughout Schitt's Creek that I really began to appreciate after a couple seasons that were different for me than other sitcoms. How about for you? Things that differed in Schitt's Creek. I just I can't think of another show to compare it to. I was having that struggle, too. I think if we could compare it to anything, you know, pretty close to now, like The Good Place is kind of similar, even though The Good Place is. That's a really silly like concept compared to this. It is. But the characters are all kind of these grounded reality characters for the Real- most part that, that you relate to. Yeah. yeah, that you relate to and they progress in time. There's a couple things that I really picked up on as as the show went on. Number one was the wardrobes of the characters and just how the wardrobes really played into the evolution of the characters progress and And sticks with their personality. It's part of their character at a certain point. You know, David is always wearing these black and white sweaters or almost entirely black and white, but usually sweaters. Yes. He's always got rings on his fingers. Even in the summer, he's got black and white on, right? Yes. Moira is always wearing something ridiculous huge dresses she's got wigs upon wigs upon wigs i love it that she loves that she treats like family and calls her babies her now that i think about it her outfits match her accent oh definitely absolutely (laughs) just ridiculous And, and alexis she has this 
wild wardrobe that she's always wearing in these. Oh, but she's also very boho. Yes. And that's what I mean. It's this very kind of like boho chic, I would say. Definitely. But it's part of who she is as well. Stevie, the person who runs the motel, has a very unique uniform. But it stays the whole every season is with the same wardrobe, like just. But like I say, it becomes plaid shirts. You know, this is this is one of the few sitcoms I think that you'd be able to kind of go as the characters for like a Halloween costume. Absolutely. And everybody would understand who you were. They'd be like, oh, look, it's Schitt's Creek. There's a guy in black and white. There's a fancy dress. There's a flannel shirt. People to know who. Absolutely. You would need multiple people. But I did love that. The other thing that I really loved was that the humor in Schitt's Creek is less about the punchline jokes that are being delivered and more about the reactions of other characters. It's how the characters are reacting to the events around them and to the things that other characters are saying that really drives the humor in the show and makes it relatable because you feel like you're in on the joke. When somebody says something stupid, when Roland says something dumb to Johnny and you see David stifle laughter and look at <laughs> and look at Johnny because now he's waiting for his response. David's expression is great. And Alexis does it too. She stifles laughter and, and holds it in sometimes when she hears somebody says something and she'll look and wait for the other person's response. Oh, especially when she waits for David's response. It's the best thing in the world. And it's and it's what you're doing is the audience too is waiting to see how somebody will respond and now the actors are in on it with you and so you feel like you're there with them waiting for something to happen. And not only that, when when Alexis gets grossed out by something or David gets grossed out by something and how they react and their quick, witty response to those certain things are really what drive the humor of the show for me. You know what? I I like the change of this one because I feel like so many sitcoms are the side interview sitcoms and this one isn't. It's not a mockumentary. Yeah. It's actually a show. Yeah. And now that I think about that, they could have gone that route. And I'm really glad they did it. I'm sure that was probably a discussion like in the producer's room. Like, do we do a mockumentary with this, you know, the people of the town or with the rich family that moves to the poor town? Like, is that something how, we should do? Yeah. How would you compare it to Letterkenny? Okay. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of this as a, by the way, uh, December new season of Letterkenny <gasps> on Hulu. Gosh, we got, I'm breaking all the news. This I is a news podcast now. Season, no, the last season we liked, it was the season before that we didn't. Oh. But anyways, but anyways, it's. I would, you know what? That's actually an interesting comparison. Both small town people, Canadian. Well, yeah, that too. Both Canadian, and you're right. There is kind of a similarity in writing and humor there. Letterkenny, obviously, much more tongue in cheek and much quicker oh, paced. Yes. Than Shit's Creek is, but, but still the subtle humor. There's a lot of and you have subtlety to know there. the character to get the humor. Absolutely, which I love. Yeah, I love that. Letterkenny is one of my favorite shows. Who's your favorite character in Shit's Creek? Oh, mine. Oh, I feel like you're asking someone else. <laughs> I'm asking everybody, all of you all of listening. You, please respond. Anyway, I I really like Alexis. I, I mean, every scene where she says, ew, David, ew, David. She's, it's so great. I like that ew is her go-to ew. response to things. And she's kind of, you know, I think that Alexis really personifies what I was talking about in terms of there being an underlying sweetness to this show. Alexis, they really could have written her as this mean, bratty, prissy, rich girl. And she's not. No. She's never mean to people. And sometimes she says things that come off wrong because yeah. she doesn't know. But they've made her 
have like a ton of life experience that like nobody knows about. Right. And she brings it up at random she brings times. It out randomly. And it's in it. It's great. But she doesn't rub things in people's faces either. She except for David. Yeah. They have a rivalry, but she's very sweet and she's nice to almost everybody she meets. And Especially I, that's, Twyla. That's what I love about her. She is cute. And I love Twyla. I am a big fan of Moira. Yes. The, almost, There's just so much to her. Almost everything that Moira says is quotable. So quotable. And her vocabulary is out of this total world. We watched an episode from the final season the other day where she pronounced, she put a space in the word astonish. She goes, astonish. <laughs> and I just, the way she said it for some reason tickled me so funny. I was laughing so hard. And, and like you said, her vocabulary, her pronunciation of words, her bebes, it's not babies, they're bebes. Or like com uh, combining words to all my friends. Oh, it's so funny it's just absolutely she is the best and i love Catherine o'hara to death and i think that she was perfectly cast in this role what is your favorite scene in schitt's creek okay since you haven't finished the last season so far i mean i'm I, i'm about halfway through the last season you finished it i finished it yeah but there's an episode where they go through an escape room oh. and it is so funny and it's really great you're you're in for a treat <laughs> i can't wait for that, that uh, and I, have to, I have to say the last the first couple seasons i watched so long ago that i like don't remember all of those episodes right but there are some that stick out in fact one of my favorite scenes comes from season two when moira decides that she's going to teach david how to make her mother's enchilada oh, recipe the most popular one or as she says it her enchilada recipe enchiladas. the enchiladas and she has no idea what she's doing in the kitchen and neither does david and but she's pretending like she does so that she can teach david and she have to fold in the cheese david you fold it in and nobody knows what folding in the cheese means i think it's just one of the funniest scenes i've ever seen on television the way both of them act in that scene is totally hysterical. On top of that, aside from it being funny, like I said, the show is so sweet. In season four, there's an open mic in the store that Patrick and David open. Oh, their love story is the best. It's so sweet. It's, it's so, so wonderful. Cute. At this open mic, Patrick decides that he's going to be the first person to perform, and he picks up a guitar, and he sings a cover. And he's just so embarrassed and worried about it. David? David? Yeah. Oh my well, he thinks he's going to hate it, yeah. and then he falls in love because Patrick ends up singing him Simply the Best, this acoustic cover guitar version of Which the song Simply excellent. the Best. I call you when I need you, my heart's on fire. You come to me wild and wild. Come to me and give me everything I need. Give me a lifetime of promises. And Noah Reed, who plays Patrick, is a musician. Is he? He is. And he actually performs that song when he tours now. Uh, oh. Sarah Levy, who plays, or Levy, who plays Twyla, is also Eugene Levy's daughter. Well, I knew that. She tours with him sometimes, too, and sings really? with him sometimes. Yes. Do, was, do they have a band name? I No, he's just Noah Reed. Okay. Okay. But he's a wonderful singer, as as obvious by that scene. Yes. And it's just such a sweet, wonderful, touching scene. And Aww. Moira's right there, and she's so touched by it as well. And she touches David's arm, and it's just this beautiful, absolutely beautiful scene. Somebody actually pointed out to me that through the whole show, David wears black and white sweaters. And in that scene, he's wearing this bright 
explosion fiery orange and red and yellow sweater and you should have known as soon as you've seen him in something different besides black and white there was going to be this big character transformative movement for him mm-hmm. you should have seen it coming and I it just blew right over my head but what a wonderful what a wonderful way to detail. again draw the wardrobe yeah. into the show I did reach out to listeners on social media to get their opinions on Schitt's Creek, and we have a couple here. Lauren, friend of the show, who's been on the show before, she said, I like everything about Schitt's Creek. I dislike nothing. It's the perfect show, but I love how they made the entire town so accepting and loving of the LGBTQ community, which is something I think that they really could have gone that direction about about it being a small kind of hick town, you know, talking about you know, the gay community and it wouldn't have been accepted. It was and not it's, a big deal it's n- at all. It's never been an issue on the show. And I love that, how it's been normalized and we don't have to talk about it. Two characters can love each other. And that's that. That is totally fine. And it's wonderful. It's beautiful. And, and like you said, zero characters that were like unaccepting of that. Well, like you said, it's such a beautiful story. And I'm glad that we got to love that. We, we got to enjoy that story for what it was and not have to get involved with characters not accepting them that was important to me erin reached out she said i love the family dynamic i love the fact that the small town doesn't hate the gay folks which which was same thing said, yeah. yeah and i totally agree with you erin thank you charlie reached out charlie said i love that most of the main characters are family or close friends in real life Obviously, the show is created by Eugene and Daniel Levy, who are father and son. Sarah, mm-hmm. the daughter, is the waitress in the restaurant, Twyla. Yes. And Eugene. And it's so fun when you know that. I know. And when you see it in, in, the, in the show, it's hilarious. And they just treat her so nasty sometimes, but it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy have worked together for many years across many different films and television shows. And so they've been friends for yeah, so, so long. In the best in show best in best, sh- best in yeah best in show yes i love that movie so much but they've been friends for so long and they've been you know having them in the show annie murphy is the newcomer in this family she's plays oh, alexis yes, yes and she just fits in so well she but fits in great but they've they all just get along so well you can look watch the behind the scenes stuff on you know youtube they don't and they it's have just, it on Netflix? There like, are some behind some yes. interviews. Yeah. And it's worth watching because they all do just get along so darn well. Marie reached out. She said, I am obsessed with David. I love Johnny and Stevie. I could do without Moira and Alexis. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, 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 couldn't. To, I replied to her, actually. I said, I got to disagree. And like you said, Alexis is your favorite. Oh, Moira is my favorite. You just need the like anti, the, just the opposite. I agree. It's so great. I agree. And, but to her credit, how could you not be obsessed with David? He's and, so good. And Stevie. They are both so, and their, their friendship, friendship, their relationship together is so funny and so back and forth also between the two so of them. so unique. So unique. But they, they cherish each other so much. And that relationship is such a driving factor <laughs> in me watching this show because I love how they are together and how, how nitpicky they can be with each other i love they just have an understanding exactly exactly so thanks for reaching out i agree i love david but i gotta have moira and alexis in the show i think they make it on the media files we do this at the end of every episode what is your arbitrary rating of schitt's creek i would rate schitt's creek a full glass of herb ertlinger's fruit wines oh my god (laughs) 
I can't believe nasty. You, I can't believe oh. you didn't say that was your favorite scene when she's trying to record that commercial for the wines oh and she just gets drunk as a skunk and cannot put together a sentence. It is so I just feel so funny. bad for her that whole I love time. Moira. How could you not like Moira? She's so funny. I would rate Shits Creek as four out of five rings on a finger. Ooh. <laughs> so many rings on one hand. Four out of five. It's such a beautiful show. I hope you watch Shits Creek. It is all on Netflix now. It is done being aired, and so you can binge the whole thing pretty quickly. It's 80 episodes total. They run about 21 minutes apiece, and you could get through it in a in a couple weeks if you really work at it. Yeah, they're all really short episodes, and that's, that's great. I love it, that. Yeah, I do too, but it's a fun show. Make sure you watch it, but that's all the time we've got, and we want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of The Media Files, and thank you, Lindsay, once again for being here this no week prob. tell a friend tell a co-worker help us grow and special thanks to brian for technical assistance and don't forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com i'm on twitter or instagram at brewstoff that's at b-r-u-c-e-t-o-p-h or at the level down games discord with the link in the show description reach out to us with what you're looking forward to and maybe we'll talk about it in an upcoming show remember next week we are going to take a sabbatical for the thanksgiving holiday but when we come back we're going to have so many great things to talk about so stick around until after we come back from the thanksgiving break until next time enjoy your holiday be kind be honest we'll see you later